0: Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to episode nine of Crystalline Rays. My name is Rena Dwelly. I am a master dowser, master geomancer, and spiritual alchemist. And I assist beautiful souls all over the world in welcoming abundant health, wellness, success, and happiness into their lives. Now, I am excited to be here with you today on this beautiful Monday morning and wish you a very happy Halloween. This is my most favorite day of the year and um, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the history of Halloween. Now, I know this is different from what the show is really supposed to be about, but I just kind of wanted to do a fun little episode and and share a little bit about this very special day. To me, it's a special day anyway. I know some celebrate, some don't. I love the costumes. I love all the things. I'm just going to take a quick minute to smudge here cleanse the air all right here it is if you're watching the video here's the smudge pot you can see take a deep breath and welcome the cleansing and clearing smoke of the smudge pot into your chakras into your space sharing some of this beautiful smoke with you today all right, I'm going to just set this aside, get my notes. <laughs> All right, Halloween has always, always, always been my favorite. Now, astrologers would say that's pretty interesting because it is my oppositional sign, right? I'm a Taurus, and what opposes or is on the opposite of Taurus would be Scorpio season. I don't know. I've just always felt in alignment with this season. I've always loved the vibes. I love the cool, crisp air, the color-changing leaves that fall from the trees and remind us that it's okay to let go right? It's okay to shift and change and transform and move forward with our lives. I love trips to Papa's Pumpkin Patch here in Bismarck, North Dakota. It's one of my favorite places on earth. Um, I actually even did my senior pictures back in the day out there. (laughs) That's how much I loved it. Um, And they were awesome. My mom took my pictures, um, quite a few of my teachers who saw my pictures, Thought they were amazing. You know, I had leaves in the background. Uh, Papa's has this big, huge wooden chair. I have some pictures of me sitting in that huge wooden chair. Um, it is just one of my most favorite places on earth. I love pumpkins. I love costumes and spooky decorations. And I love answering the door for the adorable trick or treaters. I love apple cider next to bonfires with my friends. I love the smell of bonfires. Um, These are just some of my most favorite things on earth, and I, I just love it. I do. There is a long history behind our Halloween traditions, and each little thing we do to prepare and celebrate Halloween has a special significance to this day. Today, I'm going to share just a little bit of insight as to why we carve jack-o'-lanterns, wear costumes, trick-or-treat, leave treats out for our ancestors, and seek intuitive messages from our ancestors and about our futures. So Halloween's origins um, go back to the ancient festival of Samhain, um, if you, if you happen to read this in my blog or see this word even by Googling, it's S-A-M-H-A-I-N, but it is pronounced Samhain. It was celebrated by the Celts who lived about 2,000 years ago in the areas of Ireland, the UK, and northern France. Samhain's celebrations marked the end of summer and the final harvest of the season, This tradition also marked the very beginning of winter. Winter, according to the wheel of the year, or their calendar, was associated with death. This was the time of retreat, rest, introspection, whereas spring is associated with birth and life, summer with growth and the beginning of harvest, and fall with maturity and harvest. So. Are you ready to dive into why we carve (laughs) jack-o'-lanterns? These are just some quick little fun things. Um, So carving jack-o'-lanterns. During Samhain, the Celts would hollow out and carve turnips. They would also do beets, potatoes, and other vegetables um, to scare away ill-willed spirits from their doorsteps. After carving their vegetables, they would light them with a candle or a piece of smoldering coal. The Celts placed the lanterns in their windows and their doorways with the belief that these carvings would scare away the ill-willed spirits while welcoming the spirits of their loved ones who passed to find their lantern light and come to their home. It is credited to Irish immigrants who arrived in the New World that found pumpkins were plentiful and much easier to carve than turnips, beets, and potatoes. How interesting, huh? Now, the name jack-o'-lantern originates in the 17th century Britain area. It refers to, you guessed it, a man with a lantern, or even a night watchman who, you know, think of like a security guard who would watch out for your safety. Back in the day, Brits would call men by a common name like Jack if they didn't know their name. So, um, hey Joe, hey Jack, you know, um, that's something actually my uncle does. He calls his son Jack. Uh, I don't know why, but maybe that's why. Just kind of a nickname. His name is Nicholas, but yeah. I will say if you are looking to implement an incredibly spooky vibe to your home's decor. A carved turnip will actually do. Um, I had a one of my favorite teachers actually carved a turnip a few years ago. That thing was so spooky. If you've never seen one, I highly encourage you to get on the interwebs and do a quick search for a carved turnip. They are kind of creepy. I mean... (laughs) They're amazing. They totally remind me of like a mummy or even like a shrunken head type of a vibe. They're they're very, very interesting. So wearing costumes. During Samhain celebrations, Celts dressed in costume to try and disguise themselves as spirits, believing that it might convince the spirits that they were one of them. In doing so, they hoped it would make communication with the spirits easier for them to receive messages and intuitions from spirits. They also hoped that it would be able to scare, scare or dissuade ill-willed, intentioned spirits from wreaking havoc in their homes, on their properties, and in their lives. Isn't that so interesting? Um Now, along with costumes, we also see trick-or-treaters, right? There is a lot of speculation as to the origins of trick-or-treating. One theory is that because the Celts would leave food out to appease the spirits of wandering souls, that soon people dressed in costumes, perhaps those who were trying to convince other spirits that they were one of them, or would try to get similar offerings gifted to them. Today's trick-or-treating activities where children and even some adults, like yours truly, dress in costume, I don't know, I'm taking my puppy trick-or-treating to some of my BFF's house, Um, they would knock on their neighbor's door saying, trick-or-treat, to receive a treat or a piece of candy or another treat. This dates back to the Middle Ages. During this time, the less fortunate would knock on the doors of the wealthy and received baked goods in exchange for prayer for their deceased loved ones. That's really, really interesting. So um, I, I never would have ever even guessed that in a million years if it wasn't something I had been taught over Uh, my journey into my work and the holidays that I celebrate. And, you know, I I just find that really, really interesting. Have you ever heard of a dumb supper? Some of you may have. Some of you may have not. It sounds kind of funny. Dumb supper. Um, As an offering to loved ones who passed an extra plate of food was set at the table. The term dumb supper refers, excuse me, to the meal being conducted in complete silence. This is done to honor, respect, pray for, and appease the spirits of our loved ones. Some of my friends do that. I do things a little bit differently at my house. Um, I have a wall with pictures of my loved ones. And in the center of the photos, I have a shelf. And on the shelf is this um, LED memorial candle that I was given when my mom passed away. Um, On the shelf, next to the candle, under their pictures, I set out um, their favorite treats, cookies, um, candy bars, things like that for each individual as a way to honor and share my continued love for them. Um, This year I have the ashes of both of my puppies on this shelf and some of their favorite treats added. So you can kind of see that um, this is really important to me. I make sure and take time to meditate and connect with their energy, their spirits, their vibration, um, and just share my continued love and and support for their their journey as their souls, you know. Um, I've been doing this for many years. When my mom was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer in 2019, I shared this tradition with her. Um, she thought it was really neat. She went home, grabbed a couple pictures of my grandparents, which would be her parents, um, sat a little tea light candle by them and got some of their favorite candy. Um It it was beautiful and something even my brother today continues. He's a little bit younger than me. So, um, you know, to honor our mom who passed away a couple years ago, it's just something really sweet to our hearts, something really memorable, um, and just kind of a fun way that we can honor and share our love. So what do we do with the treats after Samhain or Halloween? I like to bury my treats and give them back to the earth with my love and prayers and well wishes for my loved ones who have passed attached to them. You can do what you want. You know, maybe if it's cookies, maybe you just want to set it outside. Um, Look up soul cakes if this is something you want to do. Soul cakes can be made with like rosemary and a little vanilla, and then um, you can leave it outside as an offering. Sometimes the wildlife can come take it. I know it's not great to be given chocolate and things like that to the wildlife, but some of those blander baked goods might be okay for the squirrels to come get. Don't come at me, guys. This is just what I do, Um, and I think it's sweet. Scrying. I love scrying. Um, I have used mirrors. I use crystal balls. I use tarot cards. Um, I have dowsing rods. There are a lot of ways to do this type of work. Now, on October thirty-first, the Celts celebrated Samhain. Right? They believed that during this time, the spirits of those who crossed the veil before them returned to earth. The Celts believed that during this time, it was easier for the Druids and the Celtic priests to receive insights from spirits regarding their futures. Anything from weather and crops to plant to messages from loved ones who passed before. These messages provided a deep sense of comfort during the cold, dark winter months to a society who was completely dependent on the patterns the rhythms and chants offerings provided by mother nature in celebration druids built large bonfires where people gathered to burn remnants of their crops and animals as sacred offerings to the celtic deities at this celebration the celts dressed in costumes typically consisting of animal skins and heads and attempted to tell each other's fortunes how neat is that, right? No, I don't. I don't see myself wearing animal heads, but I would probably crochet an animal head. Um, I'm a. I'm a vegan, and for reasons, <laughs> um, not anything crazy, but actually, I'm. I'm allergic to animal protein, um, and this just kind of sprung up on me a couple years ago. I just haven't been able to eat meat, so you know, my life has shifted. My thoughts have shifted, um, and for me that wouldn't be something I would do. So (laughs) across many cultures and for many centuries, people have believed that there is a thinning that takes place between the veil of our physical world and that of the spiritual world during this time, during this season. And they believe that up until October 31st, every day that veil gets thinner and thinner and thinner. Now, when you're like me and you do this work, you don't necessarily have a problem permeating that veil. But sometimes you know how society is. We get stuck in these mundane places of do this, do this, do this. And our mind is so busy with other things that it may make it seem a little bit easier during this time to connect with those spirits of loved ones who passed. In conjunction with this belief, it is thought that this allows e- easier, excuse me, and greater connection with the other side. With this idea in mind, the popularity of tarot card readings and mediumship readings grows. Okay. So um, I'm not sure if you know this. If you have been listening for a while, you probably do. I offer tarot card readings. It is something I love to do. I offer both in-person readings if you're local to me. Um, typically, I'm at the crystal shop every Saturday. Um, right now, there's another another tarot card reader who comes once a month, <laughs> depending on what Saturday works for her. She drives three hours to come to our favorite little crystal shop and offer readings to, to the public. Um, I also offer tarot card readings online via Zoom. I do email tarot card readings. There are lots and lots of options for you to choose from. And um, I offered mediumship online for the first time through my website. I've been offering mediumship sessions since 2009 when I first started my massage therapy practice. Um mediumship readings are awesome. I I don't know why I've never put them up on my well, Actually, I I do know why. I'm pretty new to the website thing. I've I've only had my website for a couple of years and you know I've probably offered these sessions online to people, but I think I'm going to leave them here to stay. So just in case, go to my website and look for the Beyond the Veil mediumship readings. Um, If you are looking to connect with your loved ones on the other side of the veil, these readings can connect with our loved ones in spirit and offer you messages of comfort, guidance, and evidence that they are close by. Mediumship sessions are a gift that can help offer closure, give you encouragement, and provide you with peace knowing that your loved one is still very, very much a part of your life. Um, I I do not take these sessions lightly. I am so honored when people connect with me to do a mediumship reading for them. Um there are certain steps I take. I, I clear my schedule um and and I just take a deep dive into offering you the messages that you need to receive. I I totally love doing it. And like I said, I am just beyond honored to do the work that I do with spirits. Um, it's something I've been doing my whole (laughs) life Um, and, you know, it's just absolutely, absolutely incredible. I'm going to grab some Oracle cards here because I feel like since it's Halloween and I'm looking right at a deck on my shelf here that we should probably do a quick little Oracle message. So I have the music Oracle cards here. Some of my favorites. Thank you to my friend Brandy Burrow who um, brought these to my attention a little while ago. They're, they're just so fun. So just doing a quick little shuffle here. Are you ready? All right, here we go. Ooh. Beethoven, guys, here is your message. A wrong note is insignificant. Playing without passion is inexcusable. Ooh, I love that. Listen, destiny is knocking at your door. During this time of transformation, guys, absolutely. Go for it. Tap into your passions, your desires. Make those Beautiful changes of transformation. Now is your time. Step into winter, planning for your future. Okay, taking little steps, making lists, and um, checking off the the boxes to make sure that you're implementing those next steps for your journey. Um, and ooh, ooh, this one is so good. Conduct a symphony in silence. Thank you, Beethoven. That was absolutely marvelous. Guys, love it. Thank you so much for joining me today. I I love doing this show. I love just sharing. I'm just here to, to share what I love. Share what I do. And I hope that you love being here too. To learn more about me, the beautiful work that I do, the keys of the universe, all of the magical things check out HolisticHealingTherapeutics.com. You will find um, dowsing and geomancy sessions there, spiritual alchemy sessions, tarot card readings, uh, mediumship readings, again, the keys of the universe, um, all kinds of amazing things. I would love to connect with you and I would be honored to offer you any of those services. Um, How can you support the show? Well, if you are checking this out on YouTube, hit the like and subscribe button. I am here every Monday morning, bright and early, 7 (laughs) a.m. central time to share with you. Um, I would love to hear what you think of the podcast. You can drop a review in your podcast player. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you would like to hear. Any topics that you would like to explore. I would love to tap into that for you. Um, Another free and easy way to support this podcast, guys, share it out with your friends if you love it. Um, And I I really hope you do. I just try to show up authentic, be exactly who I am every single day of the week. And um, I hope you love being here too. I'm going to say it again. I really hope you love being here because I love doing this for you. May you be blessed with infinite possibilities and opportunities on your journey ahead. When I see you next week, it will be November. So have a great and wonderful and magical Halloween, guys. See you next